What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Filipinos of Montreal podcast, Filipino Heritage Month series. This is Terry. I'm Shari. And today, and on today's episode, we'd like to introduce Christine Javero. <laughs> Christine, how's it going? It's it's been a while. Um, a long time, yeah. I know we've been we've been trying to schedule some shoots, some different projects. Yeah. Uh, Shari, I don't know if you know, but uh, when I started out doing photography, I did something called the Subway Series. And Christine was one of the models, and I was really pleased to meet her. She always has good energy, good vibes. So, again, vibes. thanks for <laughs> being on this episode. Thanks for having me. I feel super honored that you guys asked me to do this. <laughs> how you been, by the way? How, how have you been keeping busy lately? Uh, really just work, <laughs> to be honest. Um... Yeah, I started working out with some friends during COVID. Are you also are you also cycling? Everybody's cycling nowadays. No. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing like indoor workouts, but like all at the same time. We watch one video and we just it's like as if we're all together. Uh, Oh, that's good. That's good. Keeps you guys motivated, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So for today's opening question, guys, this should be an easy one for all of us. What's your go go to ice cream order? Oh my gosh, depends where. (laughs) <laughs> okay i'll start for me it's uh the sesame cocoa ash at kalem i love it oh my it. gosh yes but it, i every time i have it i stain myself with it or this one is in ottawa mushu ice cream shout out to them yeah the i loops, heard of that fruit loops cereal milk ice cream oh my god it tastes like fruit loops but there's no fruit loops it's so good oh my god wow yeah. this is a hard question <laughs> Yo, shout out Mushu for real though. Like that is the spot in Ottawa. I haven't gone, but I've heard of it, and I really, really want to go. Well, now I have, you know, a recording of you saying that you will go. So, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Shari? Um, I think wherever I go, I look for the matcha ice cream <laughs> and espresso. Yes, matcha. but if I go to Mushu, I get the Hong Kong milk tea oh, and yes. Earl Grey. <laughs> That is my order <laughs> in a tub. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Christine? Um, if we're talking Kalem. <laughs> <laughs> she has a list in her head. I can see it. Yeah. It's like <laughs> different ice cream shops in Montreal. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I love food, so I can't help myself. It'd be like the Vietnamese coffee. Oh. Or um, I really like their lychee strawberry. I haven't tried that yet. Okay. That one's good too. It depends if I want dairy or not. Depends on the day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Returning to the show and uh, and our little interview. Um, Christina, did you you grow up in Montreal? Were you born in the Philippines? What's your story? Um, Born and raised in Montreal. Born at St. Mary's Hospital. Oh, snap. Yes. Um, Basically... Born and raised in Uptown, also known as Cadenege or Plamondon area. I've been here all my life. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how, were, how were your experiences growing up? How was that? Uh, within the Filipino community, I think I, it was pretty um, present in my life. Like when I went to elementary school, surrounded by Filipinos. Most of my best friends our Filipino high school. Most of them are Filipino as well. Um, <laughs> I went to elementary school in San Pascal Beno, which is right in front of Kent Park. 
and okay. then high school in Lavoie, which is also within the area. So pretty much <laughs> surrounded <laughs> by them. <laughs> so, so would you say uh, Filipino culture was introduced fairly early uh, for you? Yes, very yeah. much early. Also because my mom's really active in the Filipino community. So I would be introduced to like Tagalog classes, um, Filipino pageants, <laughs> and much, much more. Like I've done um, cultural, Filipino cultural dances okay. um, in the past for a few years. And yeah, it's, it's pretty much everywhere where I am. I, I can probably say that I'm Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say is your favorite thing about the culture? I'm curious. Oh my gosh, there's so much. <laughs> um, about the culture, I guess the people, because I feel like everybody has a, a talent or something to offer that's very within the Filipino values, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Growing up, though, and maybe this is might be maybe this is an easy for you, easy for you to answer. Were you always comfortable being Filipino? Because you're always hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like the first thing people. Well, usually people would be like, let's say if they're not Filipino, oh, are you Chinese or mm. Vietnamese? Just because I have really chinky eyes. <laughs> Um, but I, I I proudly say that I'm Filipino, and I try to teach them or like make them aware of what Filipino is or like what where the Philippines is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I know you're an early childhood educator and mm -hmm. uh, during these unprecedented times, how how has that affected you and your work and how's how are you guys transitioning basically? So um I work at uh, am I allowed to say where I work in? Are are you allowed? <laughs> 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 so I work at um CPE St. Mary's where it's um yeah so we're affiliated to the hospital okay. and during COVID we had to stay open um for the healthcare workers so while all the other daycares were closed we were in emergency um daycare so they can even if they're not registered in our daycare they can if they work at St. Mary's they can drop their kids in yeah oh. <laughs> It's it's really hard because with all the rules, it keeps changing every day. There's always something new that comes up. So we got to redo everything. So right, we started off as 15% capacity, okay. then 30%. Now we're at 50% capacity. Usually we have 80 children in one installation. So we have two installations. Wow. So that's like 160. <laughs> so bad with math. And you guys still have to maintain social distancing. So what the heck does a classroom look like? That's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. You have kids, they're running around. How do you, oh my God. So it helps with the ratios that we're only at 50%. So not everybody comes in. Mm -hmm. So the numbers of children, the number of children is, is low. So it's easier for them to play around in the classroom. So like we allow them to play um, 15 minutes together and then apart again and then 15 minutes again okay. just so that they don't lose that social aspect of um play which is yeah. it's very hard for the kids and it's also hard for us because we have to 
wear the mask and the visor and the scrubs and disinfect every single thing they touch. Mm. It's okay. it's a whole thing. <laughs> are they divided? Uh, the, sorry, are they divided per age group? Yes. Like, are, are so, guys, okay. Um, they stay in their classes, but we can't. We usually have family grouping, but now because of COVID, we can't mix classes. So now we have to have one person opening and one person closing in each classroom. And during COVID, we had a rotation going on just because there weren't any kids coming in. So we'll work one week and then get off two weeks paid, which is good for me. Like, I don't mm -hmm. mind it. And then work one week again, two weeks off again. Eh, I'm, I'm actually, I feel grateful working there. <laughs> it's like, no, but you deserve that, honestly. Uh, like, I'm, uh, my wife is also a childhood educator. And even without COVID, the amount of energy that all childhood educators expend per day, it blows my mind, you know? And just like yeah. With, yeah. With, with the extra procedures, it's like, my God, these days must be so intense. It's worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so much work. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, with that said, what kind of inspires you uh, or what kind of brings you energy? What inspired me? Like what inspired me to become an educator or? Or just in life in general, either, either, or what kind of gets, keeps you moving, keeps you motivated? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like the, the little things in life um, keep me motivated. The little, I guess, small, small goals um, okay. help me get through. Like once I accomplish something, I'll go into the next one, you know, so that I'm, I keep um, pushing myself to become better. Okay. And, and so basically yeah. not, not taking little things for granted. Yes. <laughs> have you have you been back to the Philippines? Because uh, you were you said you were born here. Have you ever had a chance to visit? I visited twice, maybe once when I was five, and again fifteen years ago. Okay. Uh, so it's it's been a while. <laughs> Dude, it's overdue. I need to go back. <laughs> How did you feel from that visit? And if you, if you can remember, was there anything you, that really struck you when you came back to Canada? I think the thing that stuck with me the most was when uh, they cut off a chicken's head in front of my face. <laughs> I was like, so shocked. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's still like, you see the blood squirting out. <laughs> And it's still running for some reason. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what's happening here? Yeah, I did not I, need that graphic yeah. at all. That's, <laughs> that's happened to me too. My family owns a farm and it's, uh, you know, for yeah. them it's day to day. But for us visiting, it's like, okay, that's, that's how it goes here. Exactly. So that's how a chicken is made. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, uh, usually chicken just appears on, on my table um, with my mom cooking it. But like, that's the first time I actually seen it happen. And that's the thing that really stuck to, stuck to me when I went. Like, but now that I know more, I wish I could go explore all the beautiful places, try all the food. Go on the beaches, it'd be so nice. Mm. <laughs> oh, beaches. Which, uh, which area are you from in the Philippines? My mom's from Manila, and my dad is from Iloilo. Nice. Pacific um, Capis, where they say there's a lot of Aswang. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so it's Heritage Month. I'm curious, 
or intrigued to know what does Filipino heritage month mean to you? I think it's another way of discovering myself and showing others our, our pride and what we have to offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, 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 Cause Filipinos are pretty much everywhere. I, I would say. And like, at least everybody knows at least one. At least one, at least least one, one. (laughs) at least one Filipino. And like to be that one Filipino, I guess it would be like, I would be grateful because then I get to like show everybody like how awesome we are, you know? I'm happy you shared that because uh, I grew up in mostly uh, as the minority of all my, you know, um, educational settings. And I also took pride in being uh, the reliable one, the one that was, comforting just like to, to exude those values like you know you, you can count on me so like I'm happy you also yeah. share that <laughs> <laughs> it's true well I, like I said Filipinos are multi-talented and there we have so much to offer whether it's like through work or through supporting one another just like a sense of community like everyone's there like everybody knows at least every Filipino knows almost everybody else you know what I mean like, yeah, no, totally. oh, yeah. Even if you don't directly know that person, you know of that person or like yeah. it's, the relations. Uh, it's funny. Like at one point, I think I was telling both uh, Eric and Shari, we should do like uh, six degrees of separation of all the people we're interviewing because we know them somehow. It's but not we're even going to be six degrees though. It's like I know. Like one or two degrees. <laughs> it's like we, we know the names, but we just have never met or had a conversation, but we know, mm. you know, it's, uh, it's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, thanks to this project, we actually get to know those people now. So it's like, it's, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's no longer six degrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, true. So with all that in mind, what do you think is uh, important to share about our culture? Ooh, um, there's a lot to share about our culture. <laughs> uh, food. Food. Food's always good. Um, <laughs> language, I feel like, is important to pass on. Since, uh, you know, like our parents are the ones that speak Tagalog. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand and can speak, but like I kind of have like an accent when I speak Tagalog. Like me. Uh, yeah. same, so. <laughs> but like I can totally I understand it perfectly and mm-hmm. I can speak it to a certain extent. But I sometimes I choose not to. But I like recently I'm trying to force myself to speak it just so I can practice it. Because I mm-hmm. there's no one else I can speak to except for like my mom. Or like some titas. <laughs> oh, I like that. I, sh- I should take your lead and start also, because like I get so in my head, especially when I visited the Philippines last year, and obviously they make fun of me because of my accent. But you know, playfully make fun of me when I speak Yeah, Tagalog. or they're like, "Oh my gosh, you're so cute when you speak." Yeah, Tagalog. that's what. <laughs> but I, I do, I do want to reach a conversational level as well of speaking Tagalog. You know, so maybe yeah. next year, Shari, we're gonna do this in Tagalog. See, <laughs> yo, um, I like to highlight the importance of learning from our losses on uh, on these episodes. I'm curious, how do you how do you process failure, Christine? Ah, uh, failure. <laughs> I mean, once I reach a low level like point in my life, that's when you start thinking, and I guess it's more of like a survival thing. Like, okay, I need to get over this so I can get to the next chapter in my life kind of thing. Like, it's not over here. 
Like, I try to think positive in that way. Mm. No, I like that. It's, uh, yeah. you know, when you learn that, because I feel like for me, it took me such a long time to get out of the uh, fixed mindset where like, I suck and I just suck to being, hey, this sucks, but it's just one moment and I can move forwards. I think it took me, I, a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, um, when was that? I think 2010 when, I don't know if Shari was, I think Shari was there when I got injured. Oh, wow. And, when, yeah. What happened? Okay, so. What happened? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it was I your was, knee, right? I think it yeah, was Yeah, I, I tore my ACL yeah. during a basketball uh, game. And we were killing during, it. Yeah, we were winning. <laughs> killing it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I basically went for a layup, landed weirdly on my knee, and uh, just couldn't continue. I thought, it, like, I could go back. I don't know if you remember. Um, Shari, but like I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm good. I can play. I can play. I and then so, I, the yeah. moment I stood up, I just fell back down. And I was like, oh shit, That's <laughs> this serious. this is bad. So yeah, so that like before that, I was very active. So I was dancing. I don't with mm, yeah. Pink Fro- I, I used to be teaching dance to intercity kids. Like um, so, like I would teach them hip hop for free, and I would be nice. also super active in basketball. Um, with the Paula boys or like high school and YFC as well Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah I was like super active and then all of a sudden like because of this injury I can't do the things that I love Mm. so it's like okay where do I go from here Mm -hmm. and then I started thinking I was I got accepted into accounting but then because of all my like uh, I had to stop going to school because of all my treatments and stuff okay so then i'm like okay let me go to night school and that's where my mom suggested i go into ece because she's also an ece educator okay cool (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that's that's uh stepping stones i guess you know one step at a time thanks thanks for sharing that uh really (laughs) shari any any closing thoughts before we uh move on to our next segment Oof. Like the segment? The segment. Oh, okay, wait, no, I have a few. <laughs> you know what? I, I totally forgot about your knee. And yeah. like, I, no, because I remember playing with and against Christine. And so, yeah. like. Oh, so you were there? Yeah. You were there live? You witnessed it? Yeah, it was, yeah, oh, yeah I was there. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it seems like a lifetime ago. <laughs> it was really a long time ago. No, yeah, but you're doing well now, and, like, to see you, uh, like, being really involved in, like, uh, um, in your work, and, like, I I love your, like, little statuses about, like, um, how to be, uh, like, active in your your child's life, too, because, you know, you give, like, little tips from, like, your uh, your background. Um, How has the Filipino community, or even just the the Filipino culture, kind of shaped your approach in teaching or if it has oh, that's, any of Shari asks your... the best questions I'm letting you know now she she does, <laughs> does. Uh, <laughs> <I try. laughs> if it if it actually like influences your work I guess um being you know like there's this thing in Tagalog it's like lumbing you know like oh. very loving so I guess there's that and also like I have a I guess I have a lot of patience mm. uh I don't know if that's an actual Filipino trait or if that's <laughs> just me <laughs> but 
but uh, I, I would say that I have a lot of patience. Um, for things that I would be teaching, I have some students that are Filipino in my class and like um, I would encourage um, the culture on them by like saying certain Filipino words or like, oh, look, there's Nanai, you know, little, little mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, that's, that's all so I can cute. think of right now. Yeah, yeah. no, but that's nice. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for doing that for those kids. <laughs> Thanks for asking the question. <laughs> I think she's ready now. I think all she's right. ready for do, the section. Do you have the uh, the bell buzzer uh, well, ready? It's not a bell, it's a, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, are we there already? <laughs> we are here. Let me test it out first, though. Did not Let's hear see. anything. No. No. This is what stresses me out. It's like, oh, do I keep this on or do I edit this out? But it's kind of funny to have on. So, hey, technical difficulties live. It's fine. I'm okay with it. Oh, there you go. There you oh, go. Oh, I kind of heard Wait, it. Wait, there's, there's an ad playing. Hold on. <laughs> I, I think this app ad. needs to um, sponsor okay. you guys. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Count us down, Shari. Count there us down. Then, uh, Are you ready, Christine? <laughs> kind of. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. Name a Filipino celebrity. Piolo Pascual. Nice. Yes. Favorite Filipino food. Uh, lumpia. Go-to karaoke song. Uh, greatest love of all. Favorite spot in Montreal. Uh, Saint Joseph. Name a Filipino dish that starts with the first letter of your first name. Uh ooh, uh. Crispy pata. <laughs> uh, first, your name first three titas that come to mind. Uh, tita Baby. <laughs> tita Mel. Uh, tita Paz. I can't really say. <laughs> Langonisa or Tocino? Uh, Langonisa. Favorite old school jam? Ooh. Dang, there's so many. <laughs> I can't think of any right now. Anything? Oh, man, I can't. Maybe something B2K. Oh, B2K. Classics. Classics. <laughs> Should we have her try spelling her last yeah, name backwards? Yeah, 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 yeah. Finish it off. Boy. Finish it off. Wait, which B2K What is it? Though? Spell your last name backwards. O-R-E-V-E-G? Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> It's I'm getting easier. This is like really hard. Easier. People's last names are getting easier. <laughs> Get someone with a super long last name. No, yeah, we should do that. B2K. <laughs> Man, I, have so, I love, I think. Why okay, I Love You? Yes. Wow. They didn't last <laughs> long, the but one. they have so many hits. They have Even bangers, man. The, I don't know. It's just banger. <laughs> what was the movie? You Got Served? Remember that? You Got Served, yeah. Yo, back in the day. Oh, so Christina. Didn't, like Chris Brown died like in the first. Yeah, scene. Chris Brown died. <laughs> <laughs> Chris they Christine. used him for marketing, <laughs> and he <laughs> dies in the first scene. <laughs> Before closing out, Christine, do you have any shout-outs you want to give to to people, an organization, or friends? Um, I guess I just want to say hi to my um my coworkers at St. Mary's and all my besties. You guys know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> um that's pretty much it my mom and i guess my boyfriend jr <laughs> <laughs> hi jr <laughs> thanks so much for joining us today um on behalf of filipinos of montreal 
we out.